You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. On your favorite medical show, Medical Files, on the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Once again, blessed with the company of our herbalist, uh, Yusuf Mali. Yusuf, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh with the listeners. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I'm doing wonderful. It's a wonderful evening here in Cape Town, subhanAllah. It is summer. And subhanAllah, leading up to the days, the beautiful days when we're back in Durban and visiting various customers, clients and families, subhanAllah, I just cannot wait. Otherwise, how are you doing, Uncle Shafat? Alhamdulillah, by the fuzzle and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah, and as you know, busy as a bee when it comes to broadcasting, but uh, alhamdulillah, Allah has given us the opportunity of uh, conscientizing and empowering the ummah with people like yourself in my team. Uh, you know, I just say Alhamdulillah, and uh, I thank Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala for having people like you with me, uh, Yusuf. Alhamdulillah, but only a pleasure being with a hero like you, Subhanallah. I can but only be counted as one of the sidekicks of the hero, Subhanallah. I don't mind. <laughs> hero to zero. Hey, <laughs> you make me laugh, Yusuf. But anyway, you know when I told them uh, the herbalist was coming through, and uh, you know. People they, they talk to you and uh, you know do they come up to you and say you know Yusuf some plants uh, plants uh, that are good for diabetics or some plants are good for uh, arthritis some p- uh, plants are good for headaches and so forth but uh, how do you uh, you know answer them uh, you get to know the right plants for the right uh, remedy uh, Yusuf so you know some plants or a part of the plants and the product of these plants. Plants are anti-diabetic agents and anti for this and that for anti-inflammation. Talk to me about plants and uh, the relationship that it has with our physiology, Yusuf. Jazakallah, shukr for the opportunity and subhanAllah. When we talk about Allah's uh, um, majestic kingdom, when we talk about botanical uh, healing and botanical cures, subhanAllah, it's all in Allah's rahmah. And it's for us to explore it and to understand it. And uh, many times, as you said, I have like endless amount of clients that come to me. You know what? I've got arthritis and I find out that if I use um, this, that, 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 it works. And alhamdulillah, well, then I said, subhanAllah, if it works for you, continue. But if you see side effects, then you need to find out why you're getting the side effects. If it's not working, what needs to be done? You can consult with me. It isn't a problem. My door's always open. Uh, for me, I'm always learning and always help, uh, helping others to learn and to understand their physiology. But subhanAllah, as you mentioned, how does the, our physiology interact with Allah's rahmah? As we know, we are born from this planet and we co- in our body contains the universe. So Allah has granted us a universe a universal uh, bio suit that we can walk around on this planet and understand it and claim it, this suit to be our own. But subhanAllah, it's not. It belongs to Allah. It's, uh, inevitably, even our ruh is Allah's. So nothing is really ours. It's but just our human experience that we are, uh, that Allah has blessed us with to be on this dunya. And that human experience is where we find that humanity. And literally, do we see that humanity? Uh, is it something that we uh, can advocate and promote and say this is humanity? Uh, the West has coined it as humanity, but as we as Muslims, we know it is our solemn duty. That humanity is Islam. So subhanAllah, let us uh, and, uh, not uh, be uh, focusing on semantics and saying this is the model, this is the etiquette, and this is the way. SubhanAllah, we follow Islam. And Islam is a straight path. The Prophet leads us to Allah. And inevitably, when we pass away, we will go to Allah. So we come from Allah. And on our journey, we learn the beauty of Allah. And therefore, we enjoy the beauty and love that Allah has created everything with. And it's for us to say, shukriya Allah. You are the most generous, most beneficent, most merciful. Most, uh, uh, you are all-encompassing, omnipresent, and subhanAllah. So when we reach Allah's court and Allah asks, did you enjoy your journey? SubhanAllah, we, we fall on our knees and we say, Shukriya Allah, it was a beautiful journey. It was a journey that I will, that I will remember for another 10, 20, or 100 lifetimes, SubhanAllah, in Jannah. So SubhanAllah, Allah has granted us that. And that, as we as Muslims, we know that, we believe that. Uh, we come from Allah. 
Uh, and we go back to Allah. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Now, subhanAllah, if we know that and we understand that, then we know this journey that we're on uh, and uh, we we are garnering and understanding Allah's rahmah and Allah's uh, beautiful creations and understanding the botanical that Allah has created, then we must be more closer to that because it has a significance to us. And when we look at it, okay, what does um, uh, water do to the body? Is water important or should I rather focus on cool drinks? Uh, you, subhanAllah, that was a question that baffled me for so long. It's, uh, uh, literally, I looked at this person and said, you never drank water? They told me, no, I only drink cool drinks. So, I, so, so and then I looked at them and I said, subhanAllah, do you understand why you have diabetes? He said, no, diabetes is not from the cold drinks. It's uh, from, uh, I don't know. I gave a long-winded explanation, and I said, I have to stop you there, and I, I'll let you, let you understand. The body needs nourishment of water, pure water, not, dist- uh, not uh, uh, contaminated water, not diluted water, need concentrated water, water that has nourishment from Allah, not water that comes from the tap. Alhamdulillah, if you have tap water, alhamdulillah. But spring water, mountain water, water that has more benefit because Allah has Allah's finger and Allah's uh, um, essence is in all that water. So subhanAllah, we don't want the water that's filtered, that they don't have the rahmah of Allah. We want Allah's rahmah. So that's one thing we need to understand. Nourishment of water is abundantly important and that we can find in abundance at the moment in another 10, 20, 100 years, we have to pay extra for water because water is not free. Even rainwater is not free. As we know, uh, many countries in the world, they they actually ban people from uh, catching rainwater. And alhamdulillah, in South Africa, we can still do that. And we must still do it, inshallah, I mean, and try and do it as much as possible, inshallah, uh, and take advantage of that, inshallah. That's water. Let alone the botanical. When we talk about Allah's uh, uh, botany, Allah's pharmacy, Subhanallah, you ask the question uh, about the root, about the stem, about the leaf, uh, about the, the stigma, all those things, the whole entire, uh, um, uh, how can I say, plant has value. Uh, one part of the plant is the cure and one part of the plant is the poison. If you, if you have too much of the plant, it causes the poison. If you have just enough just to help and heal it will cure you. So subhanAllah, understanding, therefore, when you are um, pricked by poison or you have venom in you, they need to get the venom in order to make an antidote. And subhanAllah, in Allah's uh, wisdom, Allah has provided that in all the plants. So whatever plant you're going to have and have an allergic reaction to it, you need to have it again, but in minute form so that it can counteract that as a counteracting agent. So subhanAllah, Allah's in Allah's wisdom, Allah has granted us all that. So now when we go to the understanding um, but uh, Yusuf, you must understand that uh, the doctors know what they are doing. The doctor, uh, or should I say not the doctor, the laboratory know what they are doing. The laboratory uh, use exactly the amount that is necessary from a plant and be able to extract exactly what is needed to cure you. Then you look at what are they extracting and where are they extracting it from? Well, they're extracting it from poison so that it can give your body a minute amount of poison so that your body can react positively because your reaction of your body will help and heal you. And subhanAllah, that has been working for over a hundred years. So now we ask Allah, oh Allah, guide us in understanding what is good for us, what will heal us. And subhanAllah, Allah has uh, given mankind the wisdom and understanding uh, through the various types of healers and those who came before who who understood what medicine can uh, be derived from these botanical um, plants and botanical uh, cures. And subhanAllah, it is a history to go through. So that way you get herbalism and uh, and botanic, uh, botanical cures and uh, the understanding of botany. And that's where you go further, but a botany with a chemical understanding, that's where you go, you get pharmaceutical. So subhanAllah, when Allah has granted us that wisdom and may Allah uh, allow us to ha- uh, improve on that wisdom and, and become better uh, in that understanding of what is good for us and how to help it heal mankind, inshallah. Uncle Shafat? 
Uh, Jazakallah for that, uh, Yusuf, uh, really making a lot of sense. Uh, you know, when you come on, uh, the lines are buzzing already. Uh, Rashid says, yes, assalamu alaikum. Uh, Jazakallah khair uh, for bringing uh, Yusuf Mali back. We really appreciate and enjoy him. He says, uh, recently, the World Health Organization tweeted on the Twitter account uh, that uh, for millions of people around the world, the hashtag traditional medicine is the first stop for health and well-being. Which of these uh, have been used most, uh, Brother Yusuf Mali? Acupuncture, Ayurveda, herbal medicine, uh, osteopathy, traditional Chinese medicine, Yunani trip, etc., etc., etc. Which is the most popular? Uh, how do you respond to Rashid there, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, Uncle uh, Shafat, when you look at it, uh, uh, Ayurveda is, uh, uh, if you look at uh, according to um, global statistics, and we understand that uh, the Indian population has a, over a billion people. So we look at uh, what is their common use, and you, fi- you will find that it's Ayurvedic medicine. Um, but uh, um, then you go to our, the Islamic world, and you understand Tabnabawi is being used. You go to China, which is also over a billion people and they will tell you but they are using um, uh, Chinese medicine Um, so subhanallah it is for you where you come from and literally uh, that is what uh, Allah wants us Allah has granted uh, there is one plant that you find throughout the world and that is cannabis that's one plant which is got different names uh, from uh, buhu to uh, cannabis to hemp it's got different names, but it's the same plant. You get it in different greens. It's about 17,000 different types of shades, uh, but you have two kinds, which is sativa and indica, two different. But you find it everywhere except the North and South Pole. That's the only two places because it's cold. The, the, there is no sunlight there. But literally, that's one plant found throughout the world. Every other plant and every other botanical cure is per region is where you are and where you're situated. So therefore, it's very important to connect to where you come from because your bloodline is connected to the earth. As we know, uh, subhanAllah, well, we come from the earth and we and, and our departure is the earth. So having that connection to your region is very important to understand what medication and what treatment can be used to assist and heal you. But subhanAllah, that's where I went to study all the different ones. You have your Indian medicine, uh, your Vedic medicine, you have your Chinese medicine, you have your African medicine. So subhanAllah, understanding them and understanding, but okay, how can they actually be in, uh, used together? Uh, so that they, uh, we can find um, improvement uh, in uh, in uh, everyone's condition. So subhanAllah, that is what uh, my discovery was in understanding, okay, I must do this, and this is what I need to do. And alhamdulillah, the improvement is wonderful. And understanding how you put them all together, wow, amazing. It, and uh, literally, that is how uh, I came about making treatments using the understanding of all the modalities. And that's something that nobody has really done before. People are stick to their specific uh, uh, um, uh, understanding and discipline, which is either Ayurvedic or Chinese. They don't dwell. They don't go to African. They don't go to, to Muslim. They don't go to... Now, mine and this, the understanding of Islamic medicine. As we know, Islam is the foundation. And if it means it's only the foundation, you need to build on the foundation. And Allah has granted us the wisdom. Okay, learn from others. Ikra, ikra, ikra. Read, but read with understanding. Read with understanding that you can help others. Read with understanding that you can teach others. And Subhanallah, that has been my. Uh, 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 how can I say, goal and ambition. And alhamdulillah, championing that in that respect, alhamdulillah, uh, that, that is what uh, uh, I'm trying the, 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 uh, at my utmost to do, inshallah. I mean, so may Allah guide me and protect me, inshallah. I mean, Uncle Shafat. Uh, Asif Bar says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and uh, Brother Yusuf Mali. I want to know how do uh, medical or med- uh, medicinal plants work? And are they uh, safe uh, to use, uh, Yusuf? 
Yes, Uncle uh, Shafant, uh, you do have uh, uh, medicinal plants that are safe and you do have medicinal plants that are unsafe. So you need to understand it. It's not to say that uh, uh, you just use, just throw all the plants together and, okay, whatever happens, happens. No. For example, um, uh, uh, people try to copy and uh, my treatment uh, to understand, okay, Yusuf, I see your treatment has helped amazingly with uh, patients with uh, weak circulation. It helped amazingly. Uh, with people with uh, a kidney, with liver, with various different conditions. And um, let me, uh, uh, what, what is your ingredients? Oh, I'm not shy. This is my ingredients. But I warn people, do not try to make it because if you do, you're going to see side effects because there is a specific manner and a specific way in order to blend them together. It's not to say it's I throw all the things into one pot and that's it. No, subhanAllah, it takes me seven days. So understanding how to give each uh, ingredient due diligence and then from there you'll be able to. So when the question comes to if I use uh, this medicinal plant and I use that medicinal plant, will it help me? SubhanAllah, good question. Yes, it can, but it does come with side effects because as I said before, you have it as a cure and it comes as a poison as well. So the po po a cure for the poison. So understanding if you're taking too much of, for example, moringa, what's going to happen? You're going to have major side effects. You can, uh, you can even have a liver disease. You can have kidney disease from using too much moringa. And that goes for a host of other um, uh, natural ingredients. So may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. I mean, Alhamdulillah, I tell you, you're really uh, getting the people interested this evening. Questions are flying in left, right, and center. I'll take that one at the bottom of the screen. Uh, Wahid says, uh, why uh, we are uh, using natural healing plants in our modern world of medicine? Remember, we are an AI, and everything is done, uh, diagnostic, uh, diagnostics are done by machines and computer. Uh, why are we using a natural healing? Is there room for that? Uh, Yusuf, this is a uh, quite a deep question, but I know you can answer this. Bismillah. Subhanallah, Uncle Jafat. Yes, AI has, um, uh, it's a treasure trove. Wallahi. Alhamdulillah, those who, are you, who know how to use AI, well, you're doing uh, a splendid job. Because what does AI do? Uh, it uses the algorithms of uh, the uh, those uh, sites or those uh, pages that have been visited the most that have the best answer. So it's not to say that it's a doctor or it's an engineer. The AI isn't that. It uses the algorithms of those uh, pages that had the best responses and where they said, no, I, that we give that a thumbs up. That's a good response. So it uses that and looks for, for that in a, a literally in a, a few seconds. So uh, does it come up with a solution? No. It gives you the best answer, but it doesn't give you the solution. Because many a times you have those who give you the best answer isn't the solution. They will tell, uh, because people like the answer, but doesn't mean it was the right answer. So that is the problem people need to understand. When you ask AI to give you advice, it will give you advice on what is uh, been given uh, uh, by everybody and what every, through consensus. So it gives you an answer of consensus. So, therefore, you must be very careful when you're busy with AI. Uh, speak to a person, speak to a alim, or speak to a herbalist or a botanist or somebody that is busy with uh, conjuring various different type of uh, treatments. Uh, you, you will give you an answer. Because you have herbalists that only understand the fundamentals. Then you have the herbalist that knows much more. And those are called herbal masters. Then the herbal masters, you get create, uh, further the herbal gurus. So when you reach to the point of gurus, that you will be able to not only design a formula, but use make a formula that works for everyone. Because you understand the basics and the understanding of how what how it will work for you without having the side effects that is common amongst everyone so that's a, a very good understanding so it's like for example you're not just a doctor when you understand herbal medicine uh, uh the the understanding of what is a herbalist a herbalist is a person that is same as a pharma a pharmacist uh more should i say a, a, a pharmacist that is busy in the laboratory because you are conjuring different uh, uh um treatments and uh, uh, uh busy with different cures that's the understanding of a herbalist but then you have a herbal master that has now the ability to make 
uh, uh, unique ingredients for you. But then you have somebody that's greater than that. So Alhamdulillah, it's for us to understand how we uh, gain and uh, further knowledge through that understanding. So it's not something you just throw everything together and say, I'm a scientist. No, you are, Alhamdulillah, you're a cook. And may Allah uh, make it easy for you, inshallah. Barakallah. Anonymous says, uh, Brother Yusuf Mali, can I make my own uh, medicinal herbal uh, extraction? Uh, we have uh, so many access uh, to modern day information and online classes, podcasts and media. Please advise uh, accordingly. Yusuf? Yes, most definitely you can. Subhanallah. Uh, they must not. Me, Uncle Shafat, me put it like this, Uncle Shafat. Um, uh, understanding Allah's Rahmah is for everyone. It's not to say it's an exclusive club and there's elite people that only knows how to how Allah's Rahmah works and how Allah's um, creation works. Subhanallah. It's for everyone to learn and for everyone to understand. Well, how you understand it will be different to how I understand it because you understand it with fresh eyes. I will understand it with eyes that's already uh, soaked in uh, uh, the botanical bl- uh, uh, juices of uh, Allah's Rahmah. So there's a, b- a big, uh, a great difference. So when you use it, you will say, okay, I've seen it working like this for that person. Yeah, so if I use the aloe, uh, I've used that for um, uh, for patients with, uh, uh, with diabetes, then I would say, unfortunately, I don't agree with you. It's good, but you will need to be careful because if you're going to soak it in aloe, you're going to have a severe allergic reaction. Uh, then they came back to me and told me, Uncle, uh, Uncle Yusuf, I found there was an allergic reaction. The, turn is to, uh, the, uh, the toe has turned purple. So I said, well, that is a negative reaction and that's allergic reaction. So you need to now reverse that. And the only way to reverse it is use my treatment. And alhamdulillah, within a matter of uh, um, a few days, the, the, the reaction uh, uh, subsided and uh, they used the treatment for the entire month and they saved the toe from amputation. Alhamdulillah, I'm busy with uh, patients where their toes has already turned gangrene, subhanAllah. When I look at them and I tell them, Wallahi, I am. I don't do miracles. I'm asking you nicely. That toes, uh, the way it looks in that condition, the gangrene is so severe that your toes is really rocks. I cannot turn rock into stone. That is only the Nabi, Nabi Isa can do that. You're looking at your toes and you see, think that it's still working, but you cannot move it. You don't have no feeling in it. It's completely dead. But wallahi, we will we will try and do miracles. And subhanAllah, I'm busy with a patient like that who was in hospital and they did a, a procedure of uh, um, uh, trying intravenously to help her uh, improve her circulation in her feet, lift the, um, uh, the pipes in too long, and it caused severe gangrene to the point where all her toes have become pitch, pitch black, and literally rock, rock hard. I told them, how could they allow this? Because this is gangrene. The septicemia in your body is extremely high. When uh, you, you need to remove the toes in order to help you. But if you are, pre- uh, if you are stubborn, or, you, uh, you, or not the word stubborn is the wrong word, but you, uh, you love your toes or love your feet so much that you do not want to cut them, or let me try and assist you. And alhamdulillah, it's been now two weeks with this with the, with the patient and subhanallah the first toe has already uh, shown sign it turned pink from black to pink and alhamdulillah uh, the rest is showing signs of movement she's getting pins and needles in the toes again so subhanallah there is life but I tell them in fadlik oh I don't want to see you in this amount of pain because you will be in pain because as the, the toes rejuvenate as the nerves start rejuvenating that connection starts again and when that connection is as if though it's a dead uh, the wire has been severed so you're going to have that shock and that pain and pins and needles is going to be constantly there she said well then let me uh, focus on uh, using something to numb my toes how can i numb it so i don't feel the pain uh, but i want my toes back so subhanallah uh, so therefore uncle shafat when you look at s- situations like that there is times where you need to make a decision and saying okay let me cut off what is not good for me because uh, it could be right by the last minute. All the toes is working well, but that septicemia do come back and that septicemia that's in that toes and that septicemia goes to the heart and she can die. So subhanAllah, that is a great risk. But you have the individuals that feel no they have done the worst to me. I have gone through the worst and Allah is going to make it easy for me. 
and I'm, I'm all for that person because it's your choice. I am there to help you and motivate you in your choice. If it's going to be to do X or Y or Z, I'll motivate why it's important to do that. So my uh, uh, advice to anyone and everyone, take a look at your condition and see if there is an alternative. If there's no alternative, do what is best. If that alternative is not working, do what is best. Always go to do what is best because the do what is best is your life. If you're if you're not going to take the proper react uh, uh, response to that type of your your body is reacting negatively, it can be your death. And may Allah make it easy. I'm Coach Shafat. I uh, really appreciate uh, your answer there, Yusuf. And also uh, looking at this question, anonymous sister says, uh, "I uh, suffer from nerves. Is there a herb herb that I can take uh, to calm my nerves?" Uh, good question there, Yusuf. Yes, Uncle Shafat. Now, you get different type of nerve um, reaction, like uh, you get, per, I call it peripheral neuropathy, is when your nerves, like I explained now earlier, the nerve um, is either, uh, let me quickly describe and uh, let the people try and understand uh, what we're talking when we're talking about the nervous system. The nervous system is our electrical system in our body. It is literally the electrical system in our body. Now, the electrical live wire is the copper wire is our nerve. Then you have a casing over that live copper wire, which is plastic. As we would know, we would see electrical wiring with plastic over that prevents short circuiting. Now, when our um, uh, uh, plastic covering is called myelin. Now, if myelin demyelination happens is when they is like either a cut or there is um, area that's exposed either due to diabetes where sugar has eaten away on the myelin and you have demyelination. When you have demyelination, what happens is you have peripheral neuropathy. Now, peripheral neuropathy is at pins and needles and soreness that you feel in your toes. Now, how can you help and how can you overcome that? SubhanAllah. That is also great uh, uh, research and investigation that I had to do because that is what I was treating for the past 12 years. So understanding how do you actually help demyelination? It's not to say, okay, I just use flaxseed, I use hemp seed, and I use uh, uh, chia seed and goji berry, and the, uh, that works for me. No, 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 subhanAllah. That is but a drop in the ocean, but it does help. That do help with nerve damage, but it doesn't help with myelination regrowth and that is what is important you see that helps you with like the pins and needles but it doesn't help you with uh, the real nitty-gritty of improving myelin regrowth and that's where the mushrooms come in like lion's mane uh, goji uh, lion's mane ganoderma reishi shiitake these are the queens and kings of the mushrooms and the mushroom wall and the mushroom wall it works on the nervous system it is designed to help with nerves so if you have a problem where you have nerve damage then you should be focusing on the complete um, kaleidoscope of uh, 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 myelin regrowth and myelin is, uh, or should I say nerve pain re, uh, repression and when you work on that and that's where I came to my formula which is NBCL uh, level 4 which is for cancer and for patients who have severe pain discomfort that need that for the purpose of healing and also uh, uh, myelation uh, regrowth now when the uh, now the person will say but I don't have peripheral neuropathy I suffer from nerve i'm very nervous i have a problem with anxiety i have a problem with depression i have a problem with um uh, where i have a, uh, uh, it leads up to um bipolar leads up to schizophrenia subhanallah that you must understand comes from the tummy now the tummy is the uh, the, the center or the core where we have that fear that fear factor is found in the tummy. So whenever you something happens to you and you have a reaction of fear, um, say uh, uh, you're going into uh, the office and the, um, uh, you know you, you damaged uh, the machine and uh, you're going to the supervisor or the manager, you have the jittering, you have that, uh, uh, really you feel like you want to go to toilet because your tummy is now working over 
because you, uh, you are overexcited, you're anxious, and your anxiety levels is running rampant. So now you want to go to the toilet because of you feeling that um, uh, uh, fear. Uh, now, that fear is what is driving us as human beings, but it comes from the tummy. So too, if we're watching a movie and we're watching a horror movie or a, a, a very suspense movie or a thriller or something in that sense, that focuses on our fear centers and it, uh, it starts from the tummy. Now, how do you help that and how do you improve that? Well, that's where uh, uh, chamomile, uh, valerian root, that helps again with soothing um, that anxiety moments. But it's, you need more than that. And uh, that's why I would always recommend clients to, to take chamomile and mint Lache rooibos tea. They can get that at the pick and pay at the shop price or wherever they do their retail shopping, but it's only at the big retail stores. You won't find it at the spaza shops. Now, it's called lache rooibos, chamomile and mint. The rooibos is very important because it soothes the circulation and also helps the kidneys. The chamomile helps with the sleeping and helping with the, that disorder of anxiety. The mint helps with the pain and how is extremely good to help with the various different types of uh, fear uh, moments that you might have, whatever it may be. May Allah make it easy. Uncle Shafan? I mean, uh, Yusuf, and also a question here says, uh, I get a tickle in my throat quite often. Is there a remedy or can Yusuf please give us some uh, recipe for it? Yusuf? Uncle, did you say a tickle in your throat? Yeah, he has a he has a tickle, T I C K L E, in his throat. Okay. Maybe you know, like a sore throat and all that. Okay, now uh, you must understand the paranasal cavity is all connected, they up to the throat. So uh, it could be uh, the signs of uh, early sniffles. It can be a sign that okay, look here, the weather's changing, and uh, I might be getting the flu. Um, then you need to understand what would work for me. Uh, when it comes to flu, ginger is extremely important. I uh, that's the one. Oh, oh, wallahi, alhamdulillah, that's one uh, ingredient that I love the most is uh, ginger and his company, garlic. Ginger and garlic, the two of them are best friends. And wallahi, they, they help us not only make lovely food and lovely dishes, but they also help us medicinally. So understanding using a ginger and garlic paste and using it, uh, making yourself mint lumps with it, um, uh, it's very nice and very easy to make. Uh, to make your mint lumps, uh, you just need to look at the, uh, the honey. You're going to make honey drop, uh, uh, ginger honey drops, uh, mint lumps that you uh, that you can just swallow and uh, it will help soothe that tickle that you might have in the throat. But tickle is generally associated then to um, weather changes or to, uh, how can I say, the flu that uh, you need to be careful for as well. Uncle um, Shafat? Gee, Yusuf, uh, the questions are just flying in uh, this evening, and Alhamdulillah, you really got the uh, Ummah focused on you. Our herbalist, uh, Yusuf Bali, firing on all cylinders. This question here from uh, uh, Fozi Masi. She says, Assalamu alaikum. I want to know from uh, Yusuf Bali, uh, can we make our own remedy like a balm for our aches and pain? Yusuf? Yes, most definitely. And that is something I share a lot with a lot of clients and tell them, you know what, especially when you're busy with a client in severe pain, when they, especially in the last stages of, of cancer, uh, because alhamdulillah, busy with palliative care for many years, uh, assisting and helping people with their joint pains and that, you can make it so easily. If you're using uh, pharmaceutical, you use Puma Balm, uh, um, Puma Balm, uh, Arnica Oil, and deep heat, those three, a pot of each. So you put them all together, stir it, uh, put it over uh, over heat, uh, over the stove, just warm, don't boil, just heat it. It needs to be um, uh, mixed well. So the coagulation is very important. So you stir, stir, stir. So you see maybe a sign of uh, steam coming, switch off, cool down and stir, 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 and then you put it in the fridge. Then you use that and you rub it over your joints. Subhanallah, literally, it's a touch of gold. It will literally, you'll see relief in those areas within a matter of minutes. But you need to rub that on 
um, uh, by do deep tissue rubbing where you need to rub it till it's dry and then it's penetrated into the uh, through the skin into the muscle into the joints or into the area of discomfort that's one now that one uh, i do uh, 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 i uh, as i said i don't like chemicals that much but that's one i do i've been advocating and advising now for over 20 years now or close to 30 years and telling people do that you will see relief and alhamdulillah the age they, they love it because it really gave them another uh, uh, extra few days without pain and aches and pains, alhamdulillah. Then there's an alternative. Now, the alternative is well, the one that I would recommend highly, and that is now the organic one, where you use um, cast oil, you use um, uh, a mint, you, a fresh mint, you use ginger, you use garlic. must be fresh and must, uh, all of them needs to be grounded inside the cast oil. You add some olive oil. Uh, it was, it, the, the combination needs to be equal, meaning uh, if it's a, a 100 ml of castor oil, it will be 100 ml of olive oil. You will then also add emu oil or that ostrich oil. Extremely good. That also helps with inflammation in the body. So those three oils is very important. The ginger, the garlic, very important. Then you add the kalunji seed. Uh, you would use approximately a tablespoon of the Kalunji seed. And that you're now all going to be grinding mortar and pestle and you're going to be grinding them away. These, these are the hard ingredients and the liquid ingredients you keep to the side and you first grind uh, the, those three ingredients, which is your ginger, your garlic and your Kalunji seed. Grind, grind, grind till you see paste. Now you add the, the castor oil uh, and you start grinding, grinding more. So that uh, the, all the essence of what you are grinding is trapped inside the castor oil. You carry on grinding and now you put it again into a machine that grinds further. Then you put everything together with the oils and you grind and put them on for about 10 minutes. Uh, let it cool down. Uh, um, heat it up over the stove. Stir. Uh, after, after it's cooled down, um, as soon as it uh, boils, let it cool down. After it's cooled down, put it in the fridge. Leave it overnight. Next day, you're going to do it again. Now, for the first day, you're going to be stirring for 20 minutes after it boils. The second day, it will be 10 minutes after it boils. The third day, it will be stirring for five minutes after it boils. And by the, uh, the fourth day, you are now ready. Your treatment is ready to be applied. Now, using that, Alhamdulillah, that penetrates into the bones, into the muscle. In, that helps with male problems, female problems. Wallahi, alhamdulillah. That's the one I recommend highly because you, have, you don't have any chemical side effects. And the result, you have patients that are struggling with pain because of the cancer, if it's colon, if it is uh, prostate, or if it's even breast cancer, and it's already in the bone, and now uh, the patient is crying for help and assistance. Make that on. Rub it in and rub it in till it's dry. Then, alhamdulillah, you've granted him a few hours of relief. And then tomorrow, you do it again. Uncle Shafat? Jazakallah for that, uh, Yusuf. And uh, this question here says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Yusuf Mali. Allah bless you for the knowledge uh, that you are sharing with us this evening. I want to know, can uh, you overdose on herbal medicine? Uh, that's another thought provoker, Yusuf. Yes, most definitely. And it is still you can. And that is, in general, uh, people need to be careful. Like I said, if you have excessive amount of uh, herbs, especially if it's a one herb uh, treatment that you're using, you must be very careful. Now, what I do is I have a bouquet. My bouquet is made out of 33 ingredients in my original, and my uh, special edition is made out of 77 ingredients. It's the understanding of berries, roots, herbs, spices, uh, up to your mushrooms, and how it needs to be blended. So even though you are taking a large quantity of my treatment, you're still taking a minute drop of uh, one specific ingredient. So it's safe to take uh, an overdose with my treatment. But I don't recommend to anyone that they must overdose with one specific 
uh, may it be ginger, garlic, may it be uh, moringa, may it be uh, nettle, uh, uh, you name it, you can have severe side effects and you can have the toxicity that's either heptotoxicity is when your liver becomes toxic, then it affects everything else in your body. So be careful uh, the, uh, on what type of ingredients you are using. It might be safe if you use only a pinch, but if you're going to be using a tablespoon and you're using a tablespoon over a period of time, you're going to have severe reaction. Alhamdulillah. On the counter, those who are, are using my treatment, I actually recommend they must overdose because when they do, they see greater re healing and greater results because my treatment focuses on the bloodstream. You see, the bloodstream is the, uh, is the only organ that needs all the help. It's the organ that needs the most of everything because it supplies the entire body with nutrients, nutrition, nourishment. It gives the, the body everything it needs up to oxygenation. So if you improve your blood circulation, automatically you heal everything else in your body. And that's why my treatment is called natural blood cleanser, because it focuses on cleaning the blood. When you clean the blood, you clean the kidneys, you clean the, uh, the liver, the pancreas, the heart. It cleans uh, up to your prostate and cleans away septicemia. So that is what my treatment is all about. And alhamdulillah, the results for the past uh, 15 years, subhanAllah, amazing. And I say shukr for Allah. Shafat. Shukur for that, uh, Yusuf uh, Babu uh, Ba. He says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Shafat Ba and Yusuf Mali. Please, uh, I want to know from uh, Brother Yusuf, uh, we, when we walk down the streets of Durban, we see these herbless selling different types of uh, herbs and uh, barks of trees and so forth and so forth. Some of them even sell uh, skulls of animals and, uh, and that. But I want uh, Yusuf to tell the Ummah to be careful of these types of herbless because they do a lot of uh, paganistic rituals and animistic rituals, and this is not uh, congruent uh, to Islam. Please, uh, Yusuf Mali, advise accordingly. Uh, that's so uh, very, uh, you know what? That really happens, Yusuf. Walked no, that's true. Now, you get uh, those who do Ahli Sunni work and you get those who do witchcraft. Now, that is um, uh, uh, witchcraft, especially when you're busy with skulls and you're busy with all those things. That's not something we as Muslims advocate and promote. SubhanAllah. We ask Allah for help. And Allah's help comes in the botanics, not in the animals that has been killed for that specific reason. But uh, SubhanAllah, we look at uh, um, uh, all these situations. You have um, uh, these evil, sinister psychopaths that are calling themselves herbalists because they are busy with uh, the Yen Cape Town, we call it Dukum work, uh, or should I say Sihar work. Um, uh, they have a, an agenda to make money. Their agenda is uh, to, it's like, for example, they're busy with poison so that they can uh, bamboozle you so that you can see your body reacting and then you come back to them and say, wow, that poison worked for me. But the people don't know that they're busy with poison. Then you have uh, the, the true, authentic, um, uh, homeopathic uh, herbalists, those who are busy with focusing on Ahli Sunni work. Now, Ahli Sunni work is working for Allah and working for no one else. So the purpose is asking Allah for help. We must always remember that. Uh, a herbalist is not the one that heals you. He gives you, he's a conduit to, to healing you. He's advising you what herbs that Allah has uh, planted on this dunya, what Allah has granted us to use, and Allah is going to help you and heal you through that uh, botanical treatment. So whereas uh, uh, the witchcraft um, herbalist, he will tell you, no, I, me, I, no, there's no such thing in me and I when it comes to healing. It all belongs to Allah. Every good that happened, it comes from Allah. No matter if you've been, if I've been doing for over 30 years, it's only Allah. Because Allah has put me on this dunya to stay here and to help oh, doing Allah's work, nobody else's work, not shaitan work. Now, they are busy with shaitan. So, therefore, they regard their work as being um, awesome and they can do divine work. SubhanAllah. Your work is not divine unless it's blessed by the divine. If your work is blessed by the divine, alhamdulillah, people will be healed. But if your work is not healed by the divine, subhanallah, you will be part of the hellfire. May Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. Uncle Shafat? Yeah, well said there, Yusuf, and I'm glad uh, we cleared the air there. Yeah, be careful, that guy. I mean, I, I had one guy, 
uh, it was, uh, you know, one of our indigenous brothers, he came up to me and he was talking and he said, you, you know, Uncle Chef, what I want to tell you, these herbless and, uh, oh, he's talking about the Sangoma, not the herbless. And they, yeah, they, they, the, the Sangomas. He says, oh, they claim to cure you and they claim to know. He said, why don't they catch the lotto? <laughs> That's a good one, Uncle Sofa. That's so true. I, I, I laughed at him. I said, hey, you clever, eh? He said, yeah, I know. These people are only taking our money. Uh, this question here from Iqbal. He says, assalamu alaikum. Great show, great chat with uh, Yusuf Mali and yourself, uh, Uncle Chef. What is the difference between Western herbalism and Chinese herbal medicine? Powerful question. Well, subhanAllah, there's a big, massive difference. You see, both is working on uh, uh, both is working on the body's reaction by working on the immune system. And that's so awesome. That's why I love Chinese medicine, because it works on the immune system. You see, uh, 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 Islamic medicine doesn't work on the immune system. Islamic medicine works on nourishment of the body. Uh, it works on uh, healing of the body. Uh, Ayurvedic medicine helps with healing. Plus, it helps with uh, uh, the metabolism of the body. That's why it spices, it sp uh, you get heated up. That's like with cayenne pepper, with turmeric, it's, that's metabolism. So the met metabolic reaction, that's good to do with uh, avivedic medicine. Then you have your African medicine, that's more a calming. That gives you acidity, uh, that re uh, uh, reduces your acidity and creates alkalinity. And that's to do with African medicine. But Chinese medicine focuses on the immune system and the nervous system. Their medicine is designed to see the reaction of the body with mushrooms. Now, too much of my, uh, mushrooms, we do know that uh, mushrooms have a psychedelic effect. And that psychedelic effect is where you feel like you're out of this world. You feel like you're enjoying uh, a life in Mars and how's life on Mars and uh, you on another planet. That's if you do too much of mushrooms. And uh, you need to know and understand what mushrooms heals and what mushrooms are, are not safe to the body. So uh, generally people think, okay, I can just use any type of mushroom. No, no, no. You need to understand the mushrooms and what quantities of the mushroom you can use, how uh, you can preserve the mushrooms, what type and uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the longevity of the mushroom. All these things need to be uh, evaluated, uh, just the understanding of the mushroom. Now we look at Western medicine. Western medicine is the understanding of poisons, the different types of poison, even mushrooms. So you have the poisons of the various types of herbs, various types of uh, uh, animal venom, uh, right up to mushrooms that has been fermented and has become poison. So you understand the different types of, uh, how can I say, your reaction uh, to the, your immune system, the reaction to this uh, different types of um, uh, uh, we are influenced by one of those three. May it be uh, animal, a plant, or mushrooms. So when you, uh, that's how they study it and understand that. Whereas uh, uh, um, Chinese medicine is mostly focused on mushrooms, but not saying they don't do the others. They do the others, and that's where the uh, uh, Western medicine has learned a lot by Chinese medicine, and they've claimed it to be their own because they now feel, uh, uh, it's like uh, uh, you look at the Middle East, you have a certain uh, a group of people that uh, that invaded, occupied, and say, ah, that's all mine, even the hummus is mine. So you must understand that is the same way pharmaceutical uh, industry works. They, they, they invade, they claim, and they say, oh, all this poppies is all mine. That is, uh, that is what we need to watch out for. Uh, so the Sangomas that we see on the road are the dirty ones that you see. The ones in suit and ties, you must be careful for even more greater. Uncle Shafat? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, this question says, uh, can a pregnant woman use uh, herbs? Uh, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, no, with caution. With great caution, because there's certain herbs that can have a reaction uh, depending on what uh, type of uh, comorbidities the patient might have, because uh, you could have an allergic reaction that can be um, uh, traumatic to the baby. You can have even an early pregnancy, I mean, sorry, a early delivery um, and can put you into labor. So you must just be very careful that you uh, don't use any type of herbs. It's best to speak to a person that will be able to give you the best and the right advice of use. Well, uh, with my treatment again, I do recommend 
I do recommend that women use it for pregnancy. I had my treatment again, alhamdulillah, um, was so safe that uh, women couldn't fall pregnant. And wallahi, alhamdulillah, within a matter of months, they fell pregnant. Um, um, uh, females that couldn't lactate and have a problem with lactation. And alhamdulillah, within uh, using the treatment, uh, the volume of uh, lactation was so overwhelming, baby was bouncing and happy. Because your baby doesn't get, uh, 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 while you are lactating, uh, you might be lactating, but there's no nourishment in your uh, um, uh, in the milk so what happens is that baby will be constantly crying saying look I need I'm hungry I'm thirsty but you're giving him but there's nothing so that is also a worry because you're giving so you're becoming dehydrated because you're overfeeding baby but baby is never happy because baby doesn't have the proper volume of lactation that is necessary to nourish and to make baby full so therefore understanding that as well. So alhamdulillah, I have helped uh, 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 ladies and females with that condition as well. And also uh, females with ovarian disease and ovarian cancer with the treatment and they overdosed. So alhamdulillah, it doesn't, uh, the treatment uh, can be used safely by a, uh, a female that is pregnant, uh, those who want, who are going through, uh, who usually goes through a very severe labor can also use it. They will see it will be much more easier. Those who have uh, uh, issues with lactation after labor, uh, we, the, uh, the uh, milk is not flowing. Uh, alhamdulillah, uh, sorting that out and, and preventing that baby have yellow jaundice. So that is another issue that we're always worried about. You have to put baby in an incubator because of yellow jaundice. Alhamdulillah, all those babies who are from the mummies that were lactating and using my treatment didn't have yellow jaundice because the treatment focuses on the blood of both baby and mummy. So understanding what works for the mother works also for the baby. But if you're using a single herb, be careful. It is not advised. Don't use a single herb because, as I said earlier, you will overdose on a single herb. Your body will react. That will uh, The reaction will either be positive initially and then turn into a negative reaction, and it can be detrimental to both you and baby. Uncle Shafat? Well, uh, you know, it begs uh, another question here. Can children uh, take uh, herbal medicine then, uh, Yusuf? Uh, well, no, they can't. Also, uh, you see children up to the age of five, you need to be careful with. But uh, subhanAllah, there we go to the, uh, the question when people ask, but Yusuf, you advise that the child that was just newly born can use your treatment. Well, I said, uh, there is a way of method of using, uh, especially this is my type of herbs, or my type of treatment. Uh, you can only use it in the belly button from uh, zero to five years where you use a teaspoon of my treatment, you clean out the belly button, put it in and leave it in the belly button overnight. And well, and alhamdulillah, I had twins that couldn't sleep. They had herniation and the doctors were confused. They didn't know what to do. The parents spent millions on getting these children up and about and stop, to, stop crying. And alhamdulillah, they came to me and said, Yusuf, give advice. All I said, use my tub. Put it, and this is after three months. Baby's crying constantly. It's the boy that is sick, but the sister is crying with. So she's having sympathy pains and sympathy uh, moments with her brother. So they both ended up having a choir and the parents couldn't fall asleep for three months. So using the, the paste and putting it in the belly button within a matter of half an hour, uh, the whole family slept and overslept for subuh. So subhanAllah, the, it's how you use and how you administer Treatment is very important. You can't give um, children uh, herbs straight to mouth. It is is very dangerous because your uh, their reaction is much more intense with children than with uh, with adults. That can your body will have a more relaxed reaction compared to a child because you, the body is still discovering the new planet they're on and how the body's reaction to it will have a significant result. Um, so I do recommend when it comes to zero to five use a teaspoon in the belly button and leave it in. And that same treatment can be even used by uh, the, the aged. I've had 90-year-olds and I'm busy with a 110-year-old that had a problem that they can't, uh, uh, they can't get food in. So just by putting it in the, uh, in the belly button, alhamdulillah, they're looking more vibrant than ever before. Alhamdulillah. Looking at uh, Yusuf uh, Saladji's uh, question here, he says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, I'm really enjoying the show. How long does it take uh, for Yusuf's uh, herbal medicine to work, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, uh, very good question. 
Um, you put it like this, Uncle Shafat. The first week is acclimation. People must first get used to the treatment, the taste, because I have to warn you, it doesn't taste nice. At pruni lekani, but the results, subhanallah. Um, you put it like this, if it's applied topically, you can see results within three days. Uh, if you use it orally and uh, uh, use uh, and, you, and you acclimate it over the first two days, within five days, you see a, a, a positive reaction already. You either see it in mobility, um, awareness, uh, um, also skin uh, lightening, uh, how can I say, your skin color will, will come back. Uh, if there's discoloration, if there's darkness, you start, it start clearing up. If there's eczema, psoriasis, in five days already, you start seeing uh, um, a beautiful reaction. Within two weeks, now we say, alhamdulillah, the body has a positive, a completely positive reaction. But I generally tell clients, do a 30-day treatment. With 30 days, it gives your body enough opportunity to heal itself. Your body needs to do that. And uh, usually the DNA takes 30 days for it to reprogram itself according to the new input. And your new input is now herbal. And I do recommend clients do also, because my treatment is an intervention. It's not something that must be on for life. It is for that 30 days or 90 days. And after that, eat correctly, live a healthy diet, uh, have um, something that is good and stay on that what is good. Get away from all the toxicity, get away from all the fast foods and takeaways, get away from the cold drinks, ha uh, live a healthy life, live a life that's down to earth. And once you see that you are doing that, where you're saying ground-free uh, food that is working for me, alhamdulillah, then you don't need my treatment any longer. But as long as you are eating and living in a toxic environment, you will need a cleanser to heal you. Uncle Shafa? Uh, this question is putting a smile on my, uh, yeah, on my face here. It says, uh, uh, can Yusuf Mali, uh, uh, can Yusuf Mali inform us if uh, people can get addicted to herbal medicine? <laughs> what he's trying to tell us there, Yusuf? Yes, Uncle, he wants to now know about, for example, herbal medicine, like for example, cannabis. Yes, you can get addicted to cannabis. Yes. So most definitely, um, you will become a smoker if you that's why I don't recommend cannabis for smoking. I don't recommend cannabis in to be used for entertainment purposes. You can only use it for when it is necessary for that moment and that time. And that's what uh, 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 information in 2014, when I was struggling with trying to understand how am I going to uh, tell others that it's okay to use cannabis? I went to the very shayuk. They said, no, well, that's not on our topic. It's not our subject. We're not going to get her. So my cousin was um, uh, studying in, uh, in Al-Azhar and he said he's going to ask the mufti. And the mufti from Al-Azhar said, Yusuf, if you use it for the purpose of, for the intended purpose, which is either cancer or if it is for severe osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis, and you're using it only for that specific time and only for that, alhamdulillah. But the minute you're using it over or overusing or overdosing on it, then it's haram. So try and only use it when necessary. So I said, alhamdulillah, that was the answer I was looking for. So that goes for everything. Moderation, moderation, moderation. So when you use everything in moderation, you see extremely good results when you're doing it that way. Now, alhamdulillah, when it comes to my treatment again, when it comes to cancer, when uh, they, they have tried uh, uh, everything, they've gone for chemo, they've gone for 216 sh uh, sessions of chemo, gone for radiation, gone for hyperbaric chamber, gone for everything. And they come to me, Yusuf, I'm not well. How, how can you help me? Then we have to overdose because you've gone all that route. That means there's a high toxicity in your body. So we need to be aggressive. We need to get all the toxicity out of the body and give the body the opportunity to heal. And that's where uh, the, you will need the cannabis to help with the pain, with the discomfort, but only use the cannabis when necessary and for that moment in time. So the question is, uh, can you overdose on and uh, um, on herbs, yes, you can. Uh, can you become addicted to uh, the herbs? Yes, you can. Can you get addicted to Yusuf's treatment? No, you can't. Because once you finish, you finish. And literally, those who have uh, finished uh, two years and five years ago, alhamdulillah, they're doing well and they're not using any of my treatment, alhamdulillah. So it all depends on you. You need to be steadfast in saying, look here, uh, I need something to help me in this moment in time. And I leave it to Allah 
to do the rest because we don't know what's in the future or oh, the future lies with Allah. So we ask Allah for a better and beautiful future where I am pain-free and have a healthy lifestyle and a healthy life. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, and I see the time has caught up with us, Yusuf. A great evening in your company. Perhaps your parting words before we let you go. We're living in a time that is uh, very toxic at the moment. The environment is toxic. Uh, we see what is happening in the Middle East is making us even more toxic. Our heart, our brain, our mind is making us so toxic that we want to be there and help and assist. But subhanAllah, may Allah accept our du'as. So very importantly, when it comes to toxicity, ask Allah to help us get rid of all the nafs, all this nafsul amara, that dirty-minded things that we might have and uh, evil thoughts that we might have, and ask Allah for shifa. Let us ask Allah to grant um, a greater understanding by those who are dropping the bombs and dropping, uh, creating all this merciless, endless genocide and give them a heart so that they can understand what they are doing, so that they can stop and, and repent, because that is where Allah will grant them forgiveness. It is for us to look at them and say, never should we be like that, because that is pure evil. So may we ask to Allah, uh, ask Allah for a dua, that Allah uh, cleanses us from that type of evil. May Allah cleanse humanity from that type of evil. And may Allah accept all our du'as, inshallah. Ameen. Shukran, Uncle Shafat, for the opportunity. And if anybody would like to get hold of me, they can do so. I'm on WhatsApp. 081-515-6694. That's on WhatsApp. 081-515-6694. I'm Yusuf Mali from Cape Town. And I say shukran, Uncle Shafat, for the opportunity. And I hope to see you in December. Inshallah, Yusuf, uh, looking forward uh, to meeting you. You have a beautiful evening ahead, and inshallah, I'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ma'as salama ila al-iqa. Yeah, well, Yusuf Mali there. Time for us to go for the Isha Zan, and inshallah, we will continue after that.